Welcome to the eighth episode of season two of Warriors Off Court, the San Francisco Chronicles NBA podcast. I'm your host, Warriors beat writer Connor Letourneau, and today I'm joined by assistant coach Bruce Frazier, who discussed Stephen Curry's return, the comparisons between Curry and Trey Young, how the team has handled all the off-court distractions this season, and much, much more. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Bruce Frazier, known simply to the team as Q because of his penchant for asking questions, is the Warriors' assistant best known for working closely with Curry. I started off by asking him what he thinks about young players coming up in the NBA emulating Curry. Actually, there's probably two different parts in that, but I think anytime someone's compared to Steph, it's, it's probably a good thing for the guy that's being compared to him, but a little <laughs> unfair, you know, because Steph is so... There's so much to him that people don't even see. So Trae Young, I mean, I think the, one of the reasons is he's, he's a smaller guard and he shoots, he, sh, you know, he shoots it well and he shoots from range. And his range is, can be really good. So I think that, that's probably where the comparison really lies. Um, but I probably, I was going to start talking about all the stuff Steph does, but that's a long conversation. <laughs> but Steph's so, so good off the dribble and, he does so many things that it's probably an unfair comparison, but Trey Young has a chance to be, be really good. And I think not only has Steph changed, you know, the game with some of the younger kids and the way they want to play like him, and he's changed changed the NBA game. We've seen a lot more threes, but maybe maybe the Warriors have in general. Maybe it's not just Steph. It may sound arrogant to say the Warriors have, but just the three-point shooting and the spacing and, the, and even the range with guys in the NBA now shooting it, you know, different positions, big shooting it. So I, I think I think it's actually pretty cool because there was a time when, you know, they said the, the lost art of the game was the shooting and it was all in Europe yeah. and the NBA was losing that. And you can see now that they're not losing it. I mean, it's actually coming back and more prevalent than ever. So... It's, it's fun to see a guy like Trey Young, you know, have that kind of success. And he's still got a ways to go, but he's young, so I'm hoping he turns out to be really good. So we'll see. We'll see how he goes. But it's his first year, and that's always tough. I, I thought Steve made a good point. We were talking about this earlier, and Steve said, you know, with every major guy in the league, you know. The, the comparison is always drawn. You know, when MJ was in his prime, everyone's like, "Who's who's going to be the next MJ?" And then when now LeBron, who's going to be the next LeBron? And the point Steve made was, there's never really going to be another MJ, and there's never really going to be another LeBron, and there's never really going to be another Steph Curry, because what they do is so transcendent and so unique. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Yeah, and that's why Steve's a much better interview than I am because he. <laughs> He's articulate and can come up with those things pretty quickly, but in, a, in my roundabout way, yeah, it's uh, dead on. Those those kind of guys, there's only one of them. Yeah, and and is it just because 
like you like you kind of touched upon Steph's such a crazy package because a lot of people look at Steph and they just talk about the range you know the fact that he hits the 30 foot jumpers and the tunnel shot and all that but he's also one of the best ball handlers handlers in the league he's one of the best passers in the league he's got some of the best court vision in the league plays with the most joy of anyone in the league like (laughs) the list kind of goes on that's what I was going to say his spirit the way he his his leadership team embodies I mean honestly like his hand eye coordination he may have the best hand eye coordination of anyone in the world and I'm not in any sport he's gifted you know genetically with that and then he's put it put the time into his craft and then the spirit he has as a human being and what he does the ability to, to, to put the ball on the floor and then he can he, he can move you all over the place as a defender like he's real shifty and torquey and then if you if he gets any space he's he's a sniper so you know guys that come along with those kind of gifts and that kind of talent and the time they spend putting the you know working on it it's it's hard it's really hard to say oh there's going to be another one mm-hmm. um, but I think what it does is it inspires others and especially the youth to be like that and so at some point someone else turns out to be amazing in their own way right Um, and there's probably some inspiration that lies within some of the names you mentioned right i think that's the most important or the coolest part about it like for steph it was probably steve nash right a lot of ways nash was in there and i think he jason kidd and he grew up around a lot of a better question for him because I'm sort yeah. of speaking for him and I haven't had that discussion yeah. with him. I think he's talked about it before, but I can't remember some of the people. Yeah. But he's he's had inspirations, so and they they helped evolve his game. Mm-hmm. So and his dad would probably be at the top of that list too because right. he's an unbelievable shooter. So. Right. Yeah. You know, anytime guys can inspire others. Mm-hmm. Um, games evolve. It's similar with what I do with coaching. Like the coaches I work under, the coaches I've been around and what I see that they help you form your you know, your beliefs and things that you would like to do. Mm-hmm. Same it's thing true in any field. Like yeah. I read other writers right. all the time and get inspiration from them. Yeah. Has it felt like you guys have packed a lot into what's a little over a quarter of the way through the season? I would say that yeah, I would say that there a lot a lot more has happened than you'd expect at this point. But the biggest thing of all has been the injuries to me. And that's fairly common in our league that guys get hurt but lose our you know, two of all our all stars at the same time has been challenging. Knowing that we had our young guys that we were hoping to develop over time, um, I think they had to they had to jump into the fire even more and that, that that was challenging just from a playing standpoint um, but we're, we're back to business as usual it didn't you know some of the hiccups we've had haven't taken away our spirit or our belief or any of the things that really are important yeah and so this is we're, this is still super early in the season yeah it's not typical warrior you know yeah. stuff like as far as how we are and some of the losses but no one's worried and no one's we'll get back up up to speed pretty quickly and start playing well again so it's 
You know, there's some frustration that comes with losses just because we're not used to it. Yeah. And we won't get used to it. Yeah. But um, we'll be fine. How do you feel like the, the team has handled everything around the, the KD situation? Obviously, a lot's been written about, about uh, you know, how Draymond feels about how KD's handled it and, and what have you. How do you feel like everyone's handled just the media attention around that? I think it's been pretty been fine. I, I personally, not to take the out, haven't read too much. Yeah. And as far as how I feel with the guys internally, everyone's fine. So it was a, it was a bit of a hiccup. It's been documented what happened, and so it's not stuff that you want. But Katie's in a great place. The team's in a great place. You've seen how Kevin's been playing. Um, so I think it's really really right now more about getting our guys healthy. Yeah. Just getting our, like I talked about earlier, some of the playing back and get us, getting us back in sync. You know, the interesting thing about that time off, that the, the time that Steph took off, for me was it just underscored how important Steph is to this team. Because even though KD played really well and you guys won a few games toward the end of that time that Steph was out, uh, you look at the, the advanced analytics and that sort of thing, and you guys just weren't the same team. I mean, your offense completely changes when Steph's not out there. Um, a lot more ISO situations, not as much movement. That's just what you have to do. Uh, but in every major statistical category, you guys were down significantly. Um, in your mind, is that just kind of the Steph effect? Well, Or is I it th- something else? No, I think... I think it's a combination. We, you know, Draymond's super important to us too, right. and he's a playmaker and an unbelievable defender, and he's an emotional leader. So, you know, I wouldn't limit what's happening. Steph, there's a Steph factor, but if you took Kevin off the floor, he, there's a factor with him too. Like yeah. every every those guys all matter. Yeah. Um, but Steph, Steph plays with a, in a frenetic way that adds an electric field to what we do and gives us another you know big time score so any guy you would take out of that of our mix hurts us right um steps steps lost Draymond's you know missing those two guys is insignificant the the numbers though when you look at them they're they're crazy like I, I looked it up uh, right before he came back, and the numbers this season with you guys with 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 Steph, with Steph in the lineup, you have a like a plus fourteen point three net rating, and without him, you have a minus point three. Which I, I don't I don't know if there's a player in the league where there's that drastic of a of a difference. He's really good. I mean, I don't. No, I mean, I think sometimes too much can be made of that analytics yeah. stuff, but. It's just a, when I saw it, it was just kind of like a sobering number. I try not to, I don't look at those numbers, not because I don't believe in them, but I just, I know that when Steph's on the floor, we're better, and when he's, when he's not, we're not as good, and I would yeah. say the same thing about some of the others. I, mean, yeah. I just, I hate, I'm not trying to right. be generic, but I just right. think they all have, they all play roles and parts in what we do, and Steph's impact is significant. Yeah. And no doubt, and the numbers are saying that. But they all, all their impact and what they do is important for us. Yeah. And so, you know, we just, we missed him and it's, it'll be good to have him back. Yeah. Uh, 
on a different note, you know, I, I'm not sure if the average NBA fan knows this, but you're obviously very close personal friends with Steve, played in college with him. I think you helped introduce him to his wife, right? Yeah. Uh, what's this journey been like for you as, a, as, you know, just being able to come to work every day with someone who's a close personal friend, and especially being there for your friend when he's gone through tough times, you know, physically uh, the past couple of years? Yeah, no, I mean, our, we've had a really, really strong friendship ever since we were, you know, teammates in college. So the interesting thing is we both wanted to be coaches. So I, we always talked about working together, but we, we were thinking more college at that time. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, we're both sort of, without overusing the term, living our dreams yeah. a little bit as far as, like, this is the this is the lane that I think is best for me and best for him. So it's even, even better to do it with a good friend. I mean, people will always, like, I've heard the term, people say, don't, you shouldn't ever work with a good friend. But yeah. We're almost too good of friends, and we trust. He trusts me. I trust him. With it's fun to just share share thoughts and advice or you know ideas. Yeah. And he's receptive to not only me but everyone. And that's one yeah. of his good qualities. Is that no one, no one is like there's not a hierarchy of whose ideas are better. Yeah. As Any ideas are great. So I'm, I'm just in that. I'm just a trust source as a friend sometimes for other things but that'll be a long winded about that I think it's it's been super super fun you never imagined that be on a team now playing for the fourth championship and working with the kind of talent that we have so not only do I get to work with my best friend but I get to work with guys like KD and Steph Draymond Clay and go down go down the list those guys look probably look back at this at some point I, I pinch myself even now just watching like Kevin Steph with his workouts and just the whole team is just they're they're so good. Not yeah. even even just in workouts, like just to see what they can do and Steph's range and ability to shoot off the dribble and Kevin's versatility and just they don't miss. I mean they don't yeah. miss shots in workouts. It's yeah. crazy. So really, really I may have the best, one of the best jobs in the NBA. Yeah. Because I don't have as much pressure on me. No, you have an awesome. <laughs> and you get to go out to London sometimes with stuff yeah. and go to yeah. China with stuff. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like a pretty good gig to me. Benefits. It's a pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty fun job. Cool. Well, Bruce, I appreciate you joining the pod and I hope to catch up with you soon. Sounds good. Thanks. I want to thank Bruce for joining us on the podcast this week. Thanks also to King Kaufman for editing this episode. And thank you for listening. Warriors Off Court is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. If you like this show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast. And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing. Follow me on Twitter at con underscore cron and email me at cleturno at sfchronicle.com. Support Warriors Off Court and a lot of great journalism with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.